0: When I was a little girl I believed in fairy tales I wished my toys would come to life And that my stories could be real Then through all the noise and confusion I believed it was all an illusion The world had faded black and white Nothing seemed to be right But key. Keep...
1: Series 3, Episode 5, Aunt Pepper, Band-Aid, and the King were traipsing around the bottom of the ocean, lost, when the Black Squid Army captures them. Band-Aid escapes, and the King is locked up, while Pepper hatches a deal with Festus, enabling her to travel with a pot of whales to the Princess of the Pearl's kingdom. The captain recruits most of the squid army and rises up against the evil Vestus. The snake Cadmus slithered along. He was happy that Vestus had come to grief. Cadmus was actually a spy for the box jellyfish queen and had wangled himself into favor with Vestus so he could glean information on the queen's enemy. Eventually, he arrived at the queen's sea castle. Cadmus, you're back.
0: Please give me any information you have on that scoundrel Vestus.
2: He wants to capture the Princess of the Pearl and take her kingdom. I was asked to travel with an army of squids and a strange, above-water creature. This creature was told to bring the princess back to him, or he will eat the King of Clams. <laughs>
0: That's hardly likely. He would be safely tucked up in his beauty parlor. He is such a sissy.
2: Well, actually, he's in the dungeon at Vestas' cave. The captain of the Black Army captured him. Good news is that the captain has fallen out with Vestas. Talk is he's planning a coup against that slimy squid. And I know for a fact that the squids I was traveling with have already run for their lives. I have a feeling they will be here very soon. seems the squid army will probably offer to serve you. Do you think our jellyfish army should guide them into your kingdom?
1: The queen was astonished. She had dreamed of overthrowing the squid. This was brilliant news and also the box jellyfish queen knew of the prophecies of the sea. It was predicted that a strange creature from above would arrive and save the ocean from the tyrannical squid. Then the ocean would have thousands of years of peace. Is there any
0: other information that could be helpful? I want a clean fight.
2: Yes, Your Majesty. I heard there were quite a few creatures from above the water in the ocean. I just don't know where they are.
1: The box jellyfish queen ordered a messenger to go to the kingdom of the Princess of the Pearl. They had to let her know that she was in danger and that the princess could depend on her kingdom for support. The next thing was to save the blasted King of the Clams. Such a tiresome man, but they couldn't let him be eaten for entree. The best way to catch the blighter of Vestas
0: is to use the princess as bait. He probably doesn't know yet that there has been a mutiny. I imagine he is sitting on his fat tail, eating to his heart's content. I can't send you, Cadmus. As the creature you saw will think you are a danger. Looks like I will have to travel myself to see the princess. Best we arrange the journey when we can. Be sure Vestas is sleeping. Let's think. I am sure that after a hearty lunch, he will be found fast asleep in his chair. Or at least drunk with all the bubble wine he throws down his ugly throat. If, as you say, he has no army left... "'Nobody will be guarding him or out and about spying for him. "'We will travel to the princess and organize a plan of action. "'You said the king only has two days before Vestus eats him. "'Trust me, he will have longer as the squid can definitely not count.' Anyhow, he is often in such a drunken stew he wouldn't even know what day it is. It's been his black squid army that kept an eye on
1: things, and now they're gone. The princess already knew she was in danger, as Peppa had told her as soon as she arrived. Hopefully the jellyfish messenger would get to the princess before she left to go to the jellyfish kingdom. The princess was organising a trip to the kingdom just as the messenger arrived with a message from the queen. Thank
0: goodness we didn't start our journey. It appears the black squid army has run off on
1: Vestas and the queen is on her way here to speak with us. Pepper was astounded. Things seemed to happen very fast under the water. Iki, on the other hand, had turned into the most beautiful pearl person anybody had ever seen. The male pearl creatures were showering her with so much attention and gifts that Iki started to think that being a pearl person was a bit of all right. Iki was elated. It was too good to be true.
3: You know, Joe, maybe it's my destiny to stay under the ocean and be a pearl person. Never had so much attention before. Above the water, I'm treated like a little kid. Down here, you would think
4: I was all grown up. Get that out of your slurp it down's head. We have enough trouble as it is. You are just a child, not a grown up. Seems the food has accelerated the growing process, turning you into a grown-up sea creature, but you're not. Don't get any stupid ideas. As soon as I can find a way to turn you back, I will.
1: Now with that comment came an idea. Iki looked very similar to the princess. She was nearly her double. They could use Iki as the bait and trick Vestus into thinking that he had the princess in his cave. That way, the real princess would be safe and still in her kingdom. Ikki would be fine, as the squid army was now on their side. Vestus would be surprised and delighted if the captain arrived with the princess lookalike. The squid didn't know that everybody had deserted him. He had been too busy drinking bubble wine. After the captain had gained his confidence and celebrated with him... It would be easy to grab him when he was off guard and take him to the box jellyfish queen. Joe discussed the plan with everybody and they all agreed that it was the best way to keep the princess safe. What?
3: Use me as bait? Does that mean I have to be attached to a sharp hook? Turn me back now into my slaerton self. It’s all too much. I started talking like a grown-up and now you're treating me like one. That means dangerous stuff and I'm only a Sloperdown's child, not a secret agent,
1: grown-up fish person. It Mm. wasn't long before the Queen arrived. Everybody stood to attention at the sight of such royalty. Apparently you
0: need my help. And I must admit it's about time... It's such a terrible business to be constantly afraid of such a devious squid. Makes life nearly impossible to enjoy. Can't go on any trips without fear of capture. Don't worry, it will be all sorted out. Quiet, like the idea of squid on a sea cucumber with a little seaweed salad on the side. What is this all about?
1: Two princesses? I thought there was only one. Iki had been dressed up like the princess, and all they had to do was wait for the captain to arrive. The Queen agreed to the plan and was extremely impressed with Joe for the idea. The safest thing to do. No point putting the real
0: princess in danger. That would be just Slurper Downs right.
3: Nobody cares if I get eaten as long as the princess is safe.
1: Typical. While they prepared the little Slurper Downs to be the bait, nobody had thought of Band-Aid. He was still walking along the seabed with his nose to the ocean floor. The captain finally came out of the seaweed forest with his men. They arrived at the jellyfish castle, only to be told that the queen wasn't there. The guards informed the captain where she was and suggested he stayed put. They would message the queen of his whereabouts. When the message finally got to the queen, everything had been packed for the dangerous journey.
0: ''Seems the captain is awaiting instructions at my palace.'' ''You are right. He has turned against Vestas, and I think our plan has got a good chance of
1: success.'' Jo shook her head. ''Looks like this adventure would turn into a great essay, or at this rate, a book, when she got home.'' All of this happened because Band-Aid got lost and Geoffrey had become sick.'' Will they ever get home? The captain was ordered to meet everybody at the edge of the seaweed forest. He gathered his men and started back. The king was still in the dungeon and was causing a rumpus with the few guards who were keeping an eye on him. Get
3: me a drink and make sure it's of the best quality. If I'm going to be eaten, I may as well have a decent drink and possibly the best
1: meal before I die. And by the way... There's no mirror in here. I must look my best on the dinner table. The guards were speechless. He didn't seem worried at all, ordering everybody around. Even though the king was terribly vain, he was also extremely conniving and was cooking up his own plan for escape. The guards dashed about, getting what he wanted until they found out that the rest of the army had vanished. They took off leaving the door to the dungeon open. The king smiled. He knew that if nobody was able to come and get him, he would be able to escape on his own. He tiptoed right out of his cell, through the cave, and managed to get past Vestus. Next thing, he was in the seaweed forest, heading, he thought, towards the palace of the box jellyfish queen. Unfortunately, he wasn't the brightest king and didn't know his way around his own kingdom, so of course he went in the wrong direction and got lost. He headed miles in the other direction, scrambling through seaweed, coral and other underwater stuff. Aunt Pepper and Iki moved towards the seaweed forest. Iki, not at all happy with what was going on, shuffled at a slow pace, still gulping and swishing as she went along.
4: For all of our sakes, Hiki, get a move on. The king may already be in the pot as we speak.
3: I don't care about the smelly, vain king. All I want to do is go home and see my mum. Most of all, I want to be a Slurperdown's child, not a slimy, Guild sea person. And by the way, don't forget it's your entire fault and I will tell my mum on you when I get home. That's if I... Don't get eaten in the meantime by some creature that is very hungry and wanting a snack. Everybody, including fish, tend to get very, very hungry down here because of all the blasted exercise. For
4: goodness sake, don't start that up again. Maybe you will think before you eat stuff you don't know. Everybody else was eating it. I was the only one who
3: turned into a fish person. It's because I am slurped down sensitive to stuff. Mum always has to watch what she gives me to eat. In that case, you should have
1: known better. Iki was jittery, as she was expected to do a grown-up, dangerous thing. She didn't care a hoot for the king because, as far as she could see, he was just a pain. Jo was thinking about Iki. She had behaved badly towards the little Slurper downs. She was supposed to be her friend, and yet she was treating her badly. She thought it would be a good time to tell a joke to distract her from the mission. Iki... I have a joke for you.
3: Really? That's typical. Tell me a joke when I'm not in the mood. Well,
4: I'm going to tell it anyway. Knock, knock. Who's there? Army. Army who? Army, and you still friends?
3: Of course we are friends. So don't ask me again. It was a
1: good joke, though. Jo was relieved. It was her way of saying sorry. Poor Iki was in a different type of body and without her mum for support. When they got to the forest, they could see the captain in the distance. He was busy organising how they were going to save the king. Joe was impressed that he seemed to know what was needed. As they all met up, they could hear an odd noise in the seaweed. It was a sort of sniffing, crunching. Everyone stood still, holding their breath. Just in case it was a predator. There were many dangers in the ocean. The seaweed started swirling, and then it parted. Everyone shook in their boots. Pepper grabbed Joe and Iki and kept them close. What if it was a sea monster? They heard growling, and then they heard a sneeze, and then a tugging. It was band-Aid, with a squid guard clasped between his teeth. It was one of the guards who had
2: left the king in the dungeon. Let me go, you creature from above the sea We are friends, not the enemy We have deserted Vestus and want to join your group Help! Someone get him off me
4: Band-Aid, let go Put him down
5: Thank goodness we have one problem out of the way Band-Aid is with us now So we can go home when all this ugly mess is over
4: Hang on,
3: you have to change me back first Don't forget me
5: Of course we will turn you back the box jellyfish queen knows what to do. You would have already been fixed up if we didn't need you as a princess. Just be patient. It'll happen. They proceeded through
1: the seaweed forest until they came across the cave. There were no guards out front guarding the entrance so it would be easy to go inside and catch Vestus. Vestus was in his banquet room, fast asleep, snoring and blowing bubbles. He had eaten and drunk so much bubble wine that he was now in a deep sleep, oblivious to what was going on around him.
5: It's the perfect time to release the king and tie Vestus up while he's asleep. Just have to have some luck sometimes. They reached the dungeon only to find there was no
1: king.
4: He wasn't anywhere to be seen. I hope we aren't too late. He may have been eaten. Gosh, that would be terrible. <laughs> I don't think it would be terrible at all who cares about the smelly king icky stop it and start acting like a princess remember that's why you are here forget that you're a grumpy annoying serpent downs child please
3: oh for goodness sake okay i will be a perfect princess like everybody wants although it seems joe that you don't really need me at all look Vestas is asleep So you can capture him, but without me, his bait. It was a stupid, smelly plan anyway. So, if you
4: don't mind,
3: I'm getting out of here. You're going nowhere.
4: It's too dangerous for you to be on your own. We still need you. You do not.
3: All you need is something to tie the monster up.
1: The captain of the squid army managed to tie the squid up without disturbing him. The problem was... How were they going to get him into the jellyfish prison? He was huge! Everyone scratched their heads. They now had a new problem,
5: moving him without waking him. No problem. There are enough slope-it-downs and of waters to travel him right into the prison.
3: You know, Pappy, I can't understand why we walked through the bottom of the blasted seabed for hours. If the travelling spell works down here. In fact... Why haven't we used the spell all the time we've been here? We would have been home days ago. You used it to get to the Princess of the Pearl's castle, didn't you? So you had remembered about the
5: travelling spell before now? You know, Iki, that's true. But it was a gamble I was prepared to take, because it was only my life on the line. I didn't know if the travel spell would work on us, as we are already enchanted with the underwater spell. If the two didn't mix... We could have all perished down here. Do you understand? Why is it that you always get out of stuff with a smart answer? The squid is not like us. He doesn't need an underwater spell because he belongs down here. We can use the travel spell on him, as there are many of us to travel him. He is enormous, so we will need all the energy you can give me. Okay? Everybody stood
1: around the squid and chanted a travelling spell designed to travel a heavy squid. The water swirled and the ocean churned. Eventually, the gigantic squid was lifted up and he slowly started to move to the absolute delight of the creatures. He woke up and panicked. What kind of
3: deadly spell are you using on me? Let me go, or I'll eat you all for dinner. Yeah, get away, you can't see you eating anybody you fat ugly smelly squid I have a joke for you as you float by you horrible tyrant why did the cleaning lady quit because grime doesn't pay just like you so I suggest you turn over a new piece of seaweed
4: because crime doesn't pay you mean turn over a new leaf don't you
3: Think about it, even I know we are under the water, and there are no leaves, so I had to make it into seaweed. Why is the Princess of the Pearl talking like that to me, and also telling stupid, uncalled for jokes at my expense? Don't you worry, I will get your kingdom.
1: And eat you as well. Iki was furious with the squid and yelled at him, jumping up and down. Everybody stared in shock as the princess began to turn back into the little slurp at
5: downs. Good, another problem solved. Looks like we're on a roll. I must admit I'm relieved that Iki is back to herself. Let's face it, she may as well be the annoying Slurpit downs who is happy in her own fur than a beautiful sea princess stressing about being a beautiful sea princess. Indeed,
1: everybody was happy that Iki was back to herself and it would stop the constant grumbling. They all managed to travel themselves, including the other squids, to the Palace of the Box Jellyfish Queen. There, tucked away, was the Princess of the Pearl, sipping seaweed lemonade, quite contented. Oh, Eiki,
0: you're back to yourself. I thought the box jellyfish queen would have to change you back
3: with her magic. Well, it's like this. I am brilliant, and most times I don't even realize it. All I had to do was crack it and cause my body to heat up with anger. That melted the stupid food allergy away, so that was that. Knew it all the time. I just didn't want to look too smart. People will think I'm conceited or something.
0: It's good that you knew, Aiki. Just goes to show how smart you are. So seeing you're as smart as you say, how do we find the lost king? I guess you're the one to have hatched that brilliant plan. I'm glad you asked me. It is obvious
3: that he is always looking at himself, so I think he will be somewhere where is something shiny that he can look into. I was thinking that he could be where all the furniture, plates and stuff are. If he walks through the seaweed forest and turns right... He will make it to your collection. Hmm, but that's if he turns right. What if he turns left? I don't know. I'm sure he
5: will turn right. I feel it in the water. You know, Ikki may have a point. The king could have gone in that direction. And there are lots of shiny things to keep him occupied for hours.
4: The squid is captured and safely guarded in the jail. And we need to find the king so we can go home. We do not have to find the smelly king.
3: Let's just go home, Joe. It's not our fault that he doesn't know his way around his own kingdom. He's been too busy doing nothing but preening himself for about forever. It's not our problem, don't you think? I think the box jellyfish queen would have enough medicine for all the sick fish in Ripple Creek. I am fed up with the ocean. Too much scary stuff down here. It's been ages since I was with my mum and dad. Please, let's
4: just go now. I know you want to go home, Iki. So do we. You're right, there are too many scary things down here. We can't leave the king lost. He could get hurt or eaten up. Do I care? No, I
3: slurper downs don't. You're such a pain in the butt and it's so smelly.
4: Ikki, everything is smelly to you. Just have patience. Anyhow, I think we should follow your lead. Let's go to the furniture collection. He's probably there looking at himself as we speak.
3: Well, I'm not walking anymore. I'm sick and tired of the bottom of the ocean. It's not natural for creatures from the land above to put up with fish and all sorts of spiky, creepy stuff. So
5: I say that Peppy can travel us. Yes, Iki. It's time to travel home above the ocean. Thank you for your hospitality, Box Jellyfish Queen, and good luck to you, Princess of the Pearl. If we find the king, we will travel him straight to you. The princess blushed. She was looking forward to meeting the king.
1: As they walked away and gathered in a circle to travel, little Iki stopped in her tracks.
3: Jo, I hope we don't get invited to a royal underwater wedding. If the king likes the princess enough, he could ask her to marry him.
4: That could happen, you know. Don't worry, Iki. We can stay at home if they get married. Only Aunt Pepper and Tundra will be invited. The
3: princess knows I am smart and beautiful, so she may want me to be a water flower girl in the wedding. Do you think the flowers will be special and water fluorescent ones, or fancy seaweed-type ones? That means if I am picked, I will have to wear a stupid, fancy, fishy wedding-type outfit. I'm not sure if I like the idea of seaweed-type flowers around my head. It might make me sneeze, and my eyes would blow up like saucers and become red and all that sort of allergy type of thing. I only wear this lavender-colored daisy because it's silk, and my Nana Slurperdans made it for me because real flowers make me sick. And I am not taking it off to wear stupid real flowers, and that's a
4: Slurperdans fact. Don't think it will come to that. Anyway, just tell the princess that your mother says no more adventures under the sea. Good point. Mum wouldn't let me
3: back anyhow. Sometimes you surprise me, Joe, because you act smart.
1: Just like me. Joe stared at Iki trying not to laugh. Iki was in fine form, almost back to normal. When I was... You have just been listening to The Mysteries of Cork Upper Ripple Creek audio tales based on the children's book by Australian author Susan Pease. To find out more about these stories or to purchase hard copies, please visit susan-pease.com. That's s-u-s-a-n-p-e-a-s-e.com. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on the next magical installment of The Mysteries of Cork Upper Ripple Creek. Listen, enjoy and learn tips on saving the planet. That is a Slip It Downs and Gulp It Waters fact. It goes, is that my
4: dream? This has been a Kirkies Group
1: production. 2023! All rights
4: reserved! See you soon! Yeah, we'll see you soon!